Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're talking about several operating expense items and when is it safe to budget those using a mathematical formula versus using historical data, and when should you develop altogether a brand new projection based on the specifics of that individual project. Today, we're going to focus on a line item called repairs and maintenance that in my mind represents one of the biggest risk items in particular for older apartment complexes. It may be tempting to use historical data to construct your future model. The problem with using historical data is that it doesn't take product lifespan into account. For example, if you look over the last five years, you may have experienced no water heater failures in the last five years. And then all of a sudden, you're getting tons and tons of failures all at once. So historical data can be very, very misleading. In order to gain clarity on repairs and maintenance, I think it's very important to separate repairs and maintenance into three separate classifications and budget for each of them separately. The three areas are interior finishes, number two, appliances, and number three, the building structure itself. The first relates to the cosmetic elements of a unit. These expenses are incurred anytime a tenant moves out and the apartment needs to be made rent ready for the next tenant. We call these unit turns. The most common expenses in a unit turn are number one, cleaning, number two, painting, and number three, minor repairs to cosmetic items like perhaps replacing a section of carpeting or a section of flooring. On average, you can expect to spend at least $1,000 on any unit turn between paint, carpet, and cleaning. You can look at historical data in terms of what percentage of tenants renew and figure out how quickly the complex is going to turn over or what percentage of the complex will turn over each year. Based on that, you can easily estimate the recurring cost for unit turns. Using those exact same numbers, you can also estimate your leasing commissions, whether those leasing commissions are paid to a third-party leasing agent or to your own captive property management firm. There's going to be some cost associated with signing new leases. Now, when you're acquiring a new asset, you're usually going to put a budget in place for repairs and improvements to the property. However, you can only spend that money on units that are vacant. Units that are occupied are much more difficult unless you manage to relocate a tenant or perhaps evict them or they leave because maybe the price went up or some other reason. Occupied units are very, very difficult to improve. So if you're not able to improve those units shortly after acquisition, you're going to end up funding those out of the operating budget for the complex. Another major area involves the lifespan of the appliances. And when I say appliances, I'm including in that the air conditioner, the water heater, and the HVAC, not just the refrigerator, stove, and dishwasher. All of these appliances have a finite lifespan. As a property owner and as a property manager, you have a choice to make whether to replace things on an emergency basis when they fail or to replace them on a proactive basis based on a replacement schedule. Generally speaking, you can get better pricing when you negotiate bulk purchases compared with procuring items on an emergency basis. It can be very tempting to replace a water heater only when it fails. However, the cost of replacing a water heater might be $800 to $1,000 on an emergency basis, whereas you can probably replace it, instead of waiting for it to fail, replace it at the 10-year mark, let's say, for about $600 with no water damage to repair. You save 25%. Yes, you might get an extra year or two out of it, but then you've got no water damage, and you're going to definitely save on the replacement cost by replacing on a proactive basis. If you're managing a regular replacement program, chances are you're going to have inventory on site and you're probably going to have staff close at hand in order to repair an emergency should one ever arise. You can count on spending anywhere from 30 to 50% more when you're replacing something on an emergency basis. The final area 
relates to reserves for items that will eventually need to be replaced. These include windows, roofs, exterior, and any structural items. The size of those replacement reserves is based on the cost of replacing the item divided by the number of years left in the useful life of that particular item. So if a roof replacement is going to cost you $100,000 and there's five years left on the roof, you need to budget $20,000 in reserves each year for the next five years to replace the roof. In my experience, when you go through the budgeting process in this slightly more detailed manner, you get a much more accurate picture and a very different picture than if you simply allocate a certain dollar amount per unit. I realize that banks and appraisers have their models that they use, and they will use averages for repairs and maintenance as part of constructing their projection for your project. And just because they use a model doesn't mean that it's going to be right for your property. Don't ever, ever let a lender dictate how you need to manage your property. And certainly never rely on a lender's model for how your property is going to operate. It's up to you. Don't be scared of making a little more detailed analysis. You'll only need to do it once. And this is an analysis that will serve you well for many, many years to come. In the meantime, as you're managing your properties and raking in the rent, have an awesome day. Make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.